The Hard Work Works Fitness app is available right now. Three workouts per week that require minimal to no equipment at all. It comes with video demonstrations, nutrition guide to learn to eat healthier, and so much more. All of this for just $10 a month. You can cancel anytime and keep all your workouts. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle with the Hard Work Works Fitness app today. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast that has decided to stop wasting its best content for off-air discussion and has decided to go live with you. Welcome to Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me, as always, a man who is self-quarantined with his family, uh, but I heard has been washing his hands correctly as well, and always has, Mr. Zach Hilton. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I've been washing my hands real good. 20 seconds at a time. Um, sorry if it sounds a little muffled. I got a little mask thing going on here. That's it's okay. Not disrupt anything, right? No, no, no. It's fine. I understand that you have a, a hazmat suit that you have gotten it for everybody uh, in your place, and understandable. Uh, I also hear that if you uh, if you are out there and you are in search of toilet paper, to uh, find Zach Hilton. Yeah, and, uh, I took off the mask. Um, <laughs> I was like, you already yeah, broke the yeah, bit. <laughs> I already broke the bit. Well, now that you moved on to toilet paper, it's not even to, like, you know, wipe my knees and such. It's for me to dress up like I'm a goddamn mummy and walk across this ground and be like, I'm the new mummy. I'm the corona mummy. Well, welcome to my Halloween Horror Nights, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, all kidding aside, we're having a good laugh right now, but uh, all kidding aside, wherever you are in the world, because we actually, we, we know we have listeners all around the world. Hopefully you are uh, taking this seriously, being safe out there, obviously with the coronavirus and everything going on. Uh, I've had a weird last couple of days being in a media world, but being in radio we are heavily focused on, and this is where I'm going to sound uh, like a broken record. So sorry, sorry, Zach. Um, this is where local media matters more than national media. This is where your local radio stations matter because we go into freaking overdrive on things like this because we are 24 seven trying to keep our fingers on the polls for everybody in their area uh, so that you're not sitting there panicking about something that's happening in like say New York city or thinking Italy is happening uh, in Virginia beach, for instance, stuff like that. Right. So, you know, not to try and, you know, be like, Oh, thank God we're not them and F Italy and this and that. Like thoughts, my thoughts are absolutely with them uh, and everybody else, but it's just, this is the time where local wise we go a little uh, above and beyond. So I've been on such a crazy ride since, uh, every like hour something new breaks about uh, yeah. basically it not being zombies like I had hoped for uh, <laughs> since The Walking Dead began 10 years ago and and being more uh, Gwyneth Paltrow dies off in 10 minutes of a movie uh, type oh. of uh, scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, made, I made a contagion joke. Uh, spoiler alert for all of you never, who were... <laughs> never saw it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Well, spoiler <laughs> alert. She she gets it like 10 minutes into the movie. She, she gets like, oh, and dies. Uh, oh, so if, if Goop can't she, make it. <laughs> yeah. If if she didn't have a cure with that with Goop, then it's it's going to fail for all of us. Oh, yeah. And I get where you're coming from, though, because, you know, we look at social media, we look at things and it's yeah. like we look at like Italy like we're living in Italy. Yes. And it's like. It's really not, but you need to be cautious. You need to step away from things. I'm actually shocked, you know, thinking that this past weekend that's could that could be my last like event thing that I do for a couple of months. But mm-hmm. like the fact that I was able to squeeze it in, I'm very thankful for. But yeah, yeah. everybody just stay safe. If you can keep it to minimum of interacting with people, do it please but like yeah just don't don't stress yourselves out too much keep doing yeah. your thing i'll tell you what i'll be honest because let's be real this uh, podcast isn't exactly paying the bills but the last couple of days of my working like everybody's been freaking out about like oh what's this what's that i have never been more busier for my job 
job than I have the past two days. So I kind of understand I, that though for your job. I feel like I feel like right now your job is going to be in a weird high demand. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be just because of how much like people want to get done and have ready for yeah. uh, certain times of the year. But like, it's just wild to me. I'm very thankful that we are moving and that we are still hustling because like, you know, Brooke with her profession, mm. she's she's off for the time being yeah. where, you know, but uh, luckily enough. Yeah, the government will be giving her money, but like as Still. me, like, th- yeah, exactly. Like this is my, like, I have to keep working. So the last couple of days, if it's still going this route, you know, after a couple of weeks, good on me because I'm going to be, you know, making my coin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, and it's, for some of us, it's worked out good. Like I know for me as well, being in, in media, my job, uh, this is where when everybody goes, your job's going away, I go, really? Because, <laughs> no, uh, no. nope, because uh, you mentioned you got to do an event this weekend. I I was kind of told not to leave the area, not so much out of fear of, like, I might have come in contact with it. Uh, right. But just out of, like, that, we don't know what's happening. So we don't know, again, like, the idea of being live and local. We don't know if we're going to need to call you because something crazy is about to happen here. Uh, and it didn't right. help that my area as well, like, right when you were messaging me like our local government was like and our first confirmed case is right down the block and i was like oh crap like because like, i instantly knew as well working in this in this field where i was like well i'm i'm pretty much like our area is pretty much screwed now if you work in the media because now everybody's going to panic locally uh and plus, plus, yeah you're a pervert so you catch everything oh that's that's actually <laughs> actually what's funny is you bring that up we've actually been joking about that on air about how uh because this morning uh again showing kind of how even in media we test things out uh, mm-hmm. good way to lead me here zach because i didn't even uh, you knew i was going to talk about this but you led me here mm-hmm. perfectly uh i actually had to do did the first half of the morning show today where I'm at mm-hmm. from my apartment yeah. as a in-case scenario of this kind of spreading and potentially hitting our building right. of some of our essential personnel might need to be at home doing a show or bringing live reports or being live and local, doing things from their house. So, right. hey, Nick, you get to do this. Uh, who's Nick? Mr. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, you get to do this. Uh <laughs> I'm pretty sure our audience now knows oh, yeah. that you are Nick. Like it's no, yeah. I love that you keep trying to hide your identity. It's like Superman, like well, just because you put on the glasses. Kayfabe, man. No, it's kayfabe. kayfabe I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to keep the uh, you know, try to keep the uh, the uh, the gimmick, the appearance uh, as as one. You know, uh, right. But yeah, no. So that's that's part of the changing times, part of the local thing. And uh, yeah, I had to do the show from home today, and that was interesting and weird. At the same time, yeah. like, but that's the world we live in. And that's why uh, even for some of you who are like, oh, it's just the flu. It, it, it's not about whether or not it's just the flu or this or that or how serious it's about stopping that pandemic curve right now. Cutting right. it that like I'd rather have I'd, I'd rather us be doing something like this and overreacting than in, say, April when everything's about to when they say things should reopen and then we'll reevaluate i'd rather overreact now than in april being like man why didn't we react in march <laughs> yeah like, yeah no no i agree yeah i agree so. especially like you know the the idea of nipping it in the bud because we don't have like the cure yet we no. don't have vaccines like no. it's not going to be curable it has to be stopped by ourselves without that help so i completely get you i mean like i said i i'm i'm going to do my best staying away from whatever thank god movie companies are releasing movies like the hunt's going to be on rental this friday and you can bet your bottom dollar i'm renting it baby yeah uh i see and this is one of the things where like over the weekend i went out to some places but i did not go to the movie theater i was yeah I don't want to say I was scared because I'm not one of those people that's like, oh no, but I was a little more like, I was like, it's, it's just a situation I didn't want to put myself in. Uh, that's how I viewed it. Uh, but I didn't want no big bag Corona to win at the end of the day. I was hoping that, you know, uh, Betty would win and I wanted to sit there and support her, but, 
uh, I, I am I am kind of excited about that in a weird way that we are going to get some of these movies still to come out. But I know you and me were just having and this could be a whole other maybe maybe we'll cover this next week in just a fun podcast uh, because yeah. this is kind of in a heavy first nine to ten minutes of the show. And we swear, guys, if you're if you haven't been like, good God, they're still talking Corona. Uh Trust, uh, trust me. We have uh, we have plenty of fun to get to. We still have a retrospective of HHN ninety six. Uh, we we will have to talk about how this virus might affect some things involving HHN, but in positive ways. Uh, and then, of course, you got to do uh, Red Vine, so we'll get a full uh, breakdown of that. But um, really quickly, crap. What, what was I saying right before this? Uh, I don't know, but it made me think of like, yes, it is scary times. But yes. The one good thing about this is that we feel like we do have time to do things. And I'm now announcing right here that Slay Girl Slay, a Patreon show on our channel, will become a weekly show from here on out. So starting this weekend, uh, it will be weekly that we release Slay Girl Slay for the foreseeable future. I already planned during the summer doing it. I even had a whole thing. It was going to be called Summer of the Slayer. But you know what? Summer of the Slayer begins early because... Corona of the Slayer. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. The virus of the Slayer. Um we're going to release that weekly. So um, hey, if you're going to be trapped in the house and you want something to do, start watching that Buffy the Vampire Slayer and follow along. We're only halfway through season one. So we're about to rip through all these seasons from now to the end of summer. So um, get on that. If you want to become a member of our Patreon or you already are, it, this is in the $2 tier. Wonderful does Crypt of Horror, which is a great show, which also Wonderful is going to start doing his own reviews of classic horror movies besides just Tales from the Crypt. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also remembered what I was talking about before that. So hopefully I don't get uh, hopefully my brain doesn't get all stoner on me again in a second. Um, Uh But yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I, I was thinking just since I'm also kind of since we're all kind of in a position where we can't really go about the normal things that we used to do uh, that. Mm I found myself kind of over the weekend just watching Evil Dead 2 and then watching the 2013 one right after that. So, And I found myself kind of circulating back to some of my former favorite horror movies. So I figured it would be fun to kind of revisit those, to hit some of those old ones, maybe hit some trilogies, maybe do an entire Nightmare on Elm Street run. Because, uh, you know, there are a couple of those. And, and, and talk Freddy and why Freddy's so damn good not an iconic because you and me still have to do an iconic on that eventually uh but just just like a a freddie retrospective type deal like like i just there's stuff to be there you guys are a part of it uh our patreon you guys you know we want to give you the content uh especially more so now than ever because you guys kind of you need the content and and we need a little more uh smiles in our life uh, and really quickly now to circle back to where I was before my stoner brain kicked in, uh, what I was saying uh, is that maybe next week we'll just kind of have this discussion because of just do like a fun show uh, next yeah. week uh, as kind of the regular Haunter show as well, because uh, you and me were discussing prior to even this show, the idea of like what the movie release schedule might look like moving forward now yeah. that things are being delayed and being released on home video, uh, video on demand instead. So, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So next week you, we do plan on just doing uh, a BS Q and A. It doesn't have to be about horror; it could be about anything you wanted to be. Yeah. And we're going to we're just going to talk about it because yeah. why not? Um, also, wonderful if you want to get a head start on your horror movie watching. If there's stuff that you don't have, that's true. Shutter Shutter is also doing a 30 day trial. Usually it's only that. one week, but they're doing a 30 day trial. Yeah. If you put in the code shut in then you'll be able to get 30 days. Mike Aiello shared that on his Twitter earlier. So yeah, if nobody else, I'm thinking about getting it too. So that's, yeah. I'm not trying to give promotion to Shudder, but we are horror fans. <laughs> and if there's some horror you haven't seen, 30 day trial, Shudder, I mean, shut in the code. I mean, hey, Shudder, hear us promoting you? Shudder, <laughs> we love you. Shudder, we need shut some in. coin, baby. Shudder. I'm, I'm about to email them. Don't hey. Worry. Hey, Shutter! Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. So, hold on one second here. So, really quickly, yeah. That is Shutter is offering what's the what's the code again? 
The code is shut in capital S H U T I N. All right. Shut in. And that is for a 30 day free trial. Hey, shutter. I don't know about you guys out there, but with everything going on in the world, I just thought (laughs) maybe it would be great if I just had some horror films to watch. And here's the thing. Our friends over at shutter. See, they're giving you a chance to have a 30 day. Stop laughing because we're going to send this to them. They're giving you a chance to have a 30-day free trial. All you have to do, go to their website, use the promo code SHUTIN, that's S-U-T-I-N, and you will get a 30-day free trial. <laughs> Listen, well, shut in. son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> well, either way, you guys know how to spell. I don't. But Shudder, they'll help you with spelling as well, and you can get a 30-day free trial right now. So go ahead, take advantage of it. That's with our friends over at Shudder. There wow. we go. I think, Just, I think, wow. I think, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> separate, separate that audio. I'm going to send that to them, and I'm, I am sure they'll give us a cut. I'm, yeah, <laughs> especially when I spelled their <laughs> promo code wrong. That was the minute they were like, oh, oh these guys, they oh, give them everything. <laughs> they're going to call the FCC to shut us down. That's what's yeah, going down. Seriously, can't even do oh that. We're God. a podcast. Uh, but oh yeah, um, no, yeah, that's, a, that's a, I, I think I'll take advantage of that. But uh, this part is not going to them. I'll have to create a whole new account because I've already done the free trial with them in the past. <laughs> So uh, luckily I, I have a, uh, so this will be a fun yeah. time for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luckily I have another email account, uh, but it's all good. But you want to know something that did make me shudder? What's that? I went the red vein escape this past weekend before all this shutdown happened. And thankfully it happened because it was one of the best times of my life. Ooh. Wonderful. I can't, I can't express to you. So, uh, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we had my friend Matt Wade, who's making a documentary right now on the Red Vein Haunt, which you can help them out, which uh, we have that episode. We posted the link in that one. So Red Vein Doc, if you need to search for it, uh, it's a, it's basically an Indiegogo uh, to help them raise money to make this film about Red Vein. But what's really cool, when the haunt season's over, they have a year-round event now, this Red Vein Escape, where there are escape rooms. They're horror escape rooms. And their first two that they had was this vampire one that looked really cool. I didn't get to do it because a lot of people backed out. Wonderful. Um, (laughs) And we couldn't do it. It's called Hunt for the Richmond Vampire, which I really want to get into. But that's okay. I, I messaged them. I was like, hey, is there any way I can do this with another group? Because they have a thing where it's like if you just walk in and you want to go with groups, they'll set you up. But since the, this was a, a very iffy time because of the virus, the coronavirus, they uh, they forbid anybody separating coming in. So you had to come in with your own group, which is fine. But They have another one called Phobia, which, uh, if you remember, Wonderful, you were all not about. Mm -hmm. I was not. It it was claustrophobic and all that, and I knew it would drive you wild. But Hmm. this one's only for one or two people. And basically what it's about is it's a 10-minute escape room pitch black you have to feel around the walls you have to feel all these things to decipher all these games to get out of the room well you start off at this like waiting room um little tight waiting room and it looks like you're about to enter a laboratory and like lights are flickering and stuff like that and you have a doctor asking you questions about certain different like snakeophobias and stuff like that um and you have to answer yes or no whatever i'm smart and uh, I didn't give this away. I did not tell them I was afraid of spiders because I knew if I did, that would show up. Um, so I made sure to stay clear from that. But I did bring Hunter Hilton and he was kind of freaking out of this whole thing. And what's really funny, uh, when we entered the escape room part after talking to the doctor, like his head was buried into my back <laughs> and his arms wrapped around me and I'm feeling around the wall and I yell out, Hunter, this isn't like a haunt where we're going through a house. We have to feel around to escape. <laughs> um, 
it was it was really adorable. But uh. me and him were going through it. We we didn't succeed. We got we got kind of far within the house because we did answer some of the games, okay. uh, you know, puzzles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we didn't pass. It's only ten minutes. It's very like oh. very fast in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, music's playing. Like I said, when you feel around, you feel around in things you're not comfortable. You're putting your hand in holes that you don't know what's going uh. to be in there. It it definitely messes with your mind. I won't give away too much uh, other things yeah. about the games and such. Uh, but I had such a blast and the actual building itself. You can go to our YouTube haunters podcast. I posted like a six minute video about the, the entire day, but you can see like the waiting room and other things. Like it's an amazing place. I, I is that where you met Freddie and Jason? No, no, this is not where I'm. Okay, that was not where you met them yet. Okay, sorry, got got ahead of it, got ahead of it. No, 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 it's okay. But this place is run by um, two people. I believe they're in a relationship. If not, could have fooled me. But uh, Mm -hmm. Ryan and Kitty, they're both um, on our uh, our our Twitters and Facebook, so you can follow them, or you just follow you know at Red Vein Haunt Rat red vein escape um but they're they're wonderful people you could tell they love horror you know i was talking to ryan and he was just telling me about everything like how they build stuff where they build stuff like for the escape itself they build things for the the escape at the haunt and they have to transfer it here or you know it, it seems like they they really love horror and doing this as their craft. And it's such a wonderful time. And I told it on the video after we were done with the escape room, which by the way, please go do like it was an amazing time. I didn't even get to do the vampire one, but I know as much effort they put in to this phobia one, they probably doing that and they are opening a new one. Uh, once this whole Corona thing like is over, I'm sure that's when they're going to open it, but they have a 20,000 leagues under the sea, mm-hmm. uh, escape room that's opening. And you, I loved that book. So I definitely want to do that as well. But what was really cool. Um, Kitty told me that like, after you guys are done, we're having a red vein movie club meeting, um, so you guys are more than welcome to sit in. And I did. And we just talked literally for 30 minutes. We talked Freddie, Jason, Wes Craven, John Carpenter. Oh, wow. Like we were everything that had to deal with later on in the evening. We talked about, which oh, was wow. pretty great. It was it was a real fun time. But what you're talking about when I met Freddie versus Jason Red Vane was in uh, cahoots with the local movie theater there called the Ashland Theater. Um, and I said this in the video. It's like the narrow cinema uh, in Norfolk, if you know anything huh. about that. It's like that. It's an old school theater. So going into that, I was like, oh, that'll be cool. I mean, it'd be neat to watch this movie on a, you know old school screen. But this was the wild part. The Ashland Theater was completed gut completely gutted and like refurbished so like all the speakers were new the 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 projector was digital like it was updated the concession stands had a bar like brother yeah so when i got there like what was cool like i said it was brought to you by red vane we watched freddie versus jason red vane built a cabin facade inside the theater where they were having pictures with freddie and jason like you could have pictures with them and dead camp counselors but like the concession stand was awesome because like they sold beer they sold cocktails um they even had a drink for the night called bloodbath and it was red with uh grenadine red as well so it looked bloody on the inside as well Mm. and dry ice so it gave that like creepy fog coming up of it it was pretty cool it was pretty pretty cool um but what was really rad about the movie that i was not prepared for and loved that i because you know they they have to pay to to play this movie yeah. so you know ticket prices aren't exactly like cheap they were 10 bucks to go see it but this is Still why I better 
than uh, any other movie you would have paid for. On a you, you ain't lying. Yeah. But but what I really enjoyed during the movie, Freddie and Jason were chasing camp counselors through the aisles. Oh, that's kind of hot. Yeah. So when you look on the video that we put up on Hunter's podcast, YouTube, you will see the pre-show of Freddie and Jason chasing camp counselors, but they did it during the movie. So when Freddie is going after someone on the screen, Freddie was chasing a camp counselor in the theater. And when Jason was uh, chasing somebody, Jason was chasing a counselor. And at the end of the movie, when Freddie versus Jason fight at the end, they met each other in the theater and started fighting. Oh, that's hot. That's yeah, so like hot. it was such a good experience. I was totally blown away. So much so, I have to go back. Like, I need more of the Ashland Theater and Red Vane to work together to do like whatever. Yeah, Evil Dead show, Evil Dead, and mm. then have an Ash and a uh, with a Deadite just fighting in the audience. I would be completely down. Um, but I had a complete blast. If you want to look up the red vein escape, you can go to their dot com, red vein escape.com. Uh, they're on Twitter at uh, red vein escape and they're on Facebook as well as the same. So please search them out. They're in Ashland, Virginia. So if you're near DC, Virginia, any Baltimore, whatever, Look them up because, I, and I'll tell you about this later off air, but like mm. I have so many ideas of how I, when I want to visit this place, mm. but I'm looking forward to the haunt. This was a great first meeting of them and I say it's a must go. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. It sounds like a badass experience. Sounds like it was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm still a little jealous. You got to watch Freddy versus Jason on a big screen again. Um, it, it was weird. I was really like, I was looking forward to it because, you know, I like the movie, but I know it's dated, but while watching it, man, I was just having a blast watching it. It's a fun movie, man. It knows, you know what? I give, I, I give that movie credit. I still think that movie does hold up. Uh, I know, you know, you could say it's dated, but seriously, man, go watch any of those any of those films feel dated. Uh, oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> those... I guess more so what I'm talking about is like, there's really not a character besides Freddy or Jason you care about. Like, yeah, besides no. fake Jay, but like, <laughs> everybody, like the leads just, uh, oh man, they're so cringeworthy. Jay. Oh my God. That's the, that was the funniest. The, we didn't, we couldn't get Jay, but you know, you all kind of like that guy, right? Let's put him in this movie. It what? makes me wonder <laughs> if he originally was supposed to be in that movie. I, yeah, I, I, I'm curious on that because I had always done kind of weird deep dives into that. Yeah. Because my here's what my memory of seeing that movie was. That movie came out when we had the uh, blackout on the East Coast. Oh, wow. That's that's my memory of that movie because I was like, oh, this better not affect Freddy versus Jason's release this weekend. I got to go sneak into the movie theater to see that. And well, uh, also, uh, it was the last, uh, the only R-rated movie that I was unable to successfully sneak into uh, because they actually had police officers checking the movie tickets at the theaters. So mm. on opening night, this is the, it's it's cool now that my dad did this, but my dad actually went to the movie with me and my friend because they were like, no, like seriously must be accompanied by adults or guardian like yeah cannot go into this alone like even if you buy him and leave so he actually went to see the movie when he had zero interest in seeing it uh and he had a good time that night as well i remember that nice um my memory of this movie is my childhood's best friend uh, my childhood best friend's mom died oh, no. the wednesday before it came out so oh that is yeah, yeah. But, but in fairness, <laughs> like, like, you know, she died actually, I think the Monday and then Wednesday was the funeral. And then like, you know, he's in his depression, obviously, yeah. but like, but we were both big, uh, Jason fans. And I was like, look, dude, I know, you know, I understand if you don't want to see it and it really sucks. Um, and then Friday he was like, let's go see it. Cause I need to get my mind off of it and it worked. It, it, like, oh, it, yeah. That's the one thing about that movie that I'm always going to give it so much more like 
credit for. I guess I, yeah, well, I give it so much love is the fact that for a couple of hours, my friend got to laugh and have fun and then have a conversation with me about it afterwards yeah and it just took his mind off of what just happened and i mean it's not like i don't i maybe i'm putting it wrong but like in selfish needs but i was just happy that it got him in a better headspace at the time because i know it was a rough time no no that's that's i i understand that now uh, you know i i i've always felt bad for my college friend, when she gave me a call and told me that she had a family member pass away and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm going to go see a movie. Do you want to come? And she was like, sure. What movie? And I took her to go see The Happening. Um, Yeah. <laughs> so, Whoa. yeah, your story is no. so much better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, though, that movie did distract her as well, but it, it was for not the positive reasons, because afterwards we were like, no. we're like should we go talk to fake plants now uh like what like yeah so i i unfortunately picked a bad movie for a friend that needed to pick me up (laughs) absolutely and and on that note the one person that listens to our show that loves uh that loves that movie is now adding me on Twitter Oof, to yell at me. <laughs> I want you to act wonderful so then I can therefore block you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we just lost the one listener that liked that movie that was like, man, that was my answer for the next Halloween Horror Nights house. <laughs> right, right. Oh brother. But uh, on that note, the Red Vein is amazing. Please awesome. go. Ashland Theater is also a sweet local theater that you should go see. Once all this stuff clears up, go. Yeah, do it up, guys. So make some plans for that. Uh, I guess should we take a time out and come back and yeah, man, let's take a break and then we come back for some retrospective. All right, let's do it on Haunter's Podcast. Hey, this is Rob. You may know me from the Disnoids Podcast, but guess what? I've got my own show now, too. Join me each week as I discuss the latest news, trailers, and upcoming releases in the movie realm. And, you know, of course, do my review a thing. You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Just search Review It Rob. Check you soon. Welcome back, Haunters Podcast. Still hanging out with you and uh, washing our hands through that entire promo there uh, for the <laughs> new show from Rob. What? I'm just saying. It's Listen, our promos, you can listen to them and wash your hands to them and you know you'll be good. Yeah. Just Once saying. you're done with the promo... You're done with your hands. Done with your hands. So there you go. We're just Hunter's Podcast, spreading the word. Wash your hands in 2020. (laughs) But no, uh, uh, looking back, I guess, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a while leading up to HHN 30 here, Zach. Uh, We've taken the last couple weeks off with it uh, because it's been busy. We had a lot to talk about last week, but uh, it's time to get back into it, man. The Halloween Horror Nights retrospective. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And because of how things are now, it might be a weekly thing for a while. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, okay. So this is Halloween Horror Nights 6. This took place in 1996. Obviously, the slogan for the event was Journey into Fear. This was the sixth annual event at Universal Studios Florida. Um, it featured haunted houses, one scare zone, three shows, and a parade. It was held for 15 nights from October 11th to November 2nd. And the event also featured the return of the Crypt Keeper, but he was not like the icon of the event. He was just there as like a marshal of the parade. Okay. Um, so the houses we had were Crypt Keeper's Studio Tour of Terror. Oh, this was God, at the yes. Earthquake Queue. The Crypt Keeper leads guests through a monster-filled maze studio tour. Um, then our second house was Toy Hell. 
and uh, well, Toy Hell Nightmare in the Screen Factory, uh, an abandoned toy factory where toys come alive. And then the final house was Universal's new house of horrors, a wax museum where the exhibits of the Universal's classic monsters come to life after the lightning strikes. So uh, those are your three houses. What do you think of those? I actually like all three of those houses. And kind of right now, I'm mm-hmm. sitting here like, oh, can, I, I wouldn't mind having those houses right here at 30 or like a 31. Because uh, mm-hmm. obviously, hey, <laughs> dude, I do a Patreon show about the Crypt Keeper. So the minute you say Crypt Keeper, I'm like, uh, what, what, what is he doing? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that one right there, the uh, studio tour, that sounds fun. But I got to tell you, the, the toy hell? Nightmare yeah. Scream Factory? Like Nightmare and Scream Factory? That sounds really badass. Like I don't like just the idea of crazy toys, but it does and maybe maybe you had this comparison as well. It reminds me a little bit though of like uh Chucky a couple years ago where his he made this all the toys. Them. Yeah, where the toys, he brought all of his toys to life as well. Yeah. Uh I'm sure they were different but in yeah, in a weird like in a same vein type of deal. Um, yeah. And then wax museum of just picturing like Dracula coming to life and stuff like that in a wax museum. Weirdly enough, I know it's scary, but it makes me think of like Abbott and Costello. Uh, <laughs> I get that. I get cause, that. Cause I just picture like you're the bumbling idiot. And then it's like, Oh, scary lightning. Oh, what can go wrong? And then it's like, Oh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm picturing a fun house, uh, and, and a comedy where I'm sure though there was a lot of, uh, pee and, and, and poo. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I, I, I think these all sound like good, uh, houses. I agree. The scream factory seems like it's like that scare zone we got from Chucky a couple of years ago. I think my least house that I'm about is, and this is weird saying it is the universal house, the house of horrors, just because like, I feel like the first few years have been very universal monsters heavy where, you know, our past 10 years, we haven't had a lot of universal monsters. So like when I was clamoring for it this past year and got it, I was like, finally, we're doing it where this comes off as like every year was universal monsters, like some way of some fashion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it definitely, but what I like about it is that they keep, especially with this one at least, in in 96, it seems like they really kind of took a swing for something different with it as opposed to just right. like, hey, the monsters are back. The Universal Monsters are back. They're like, oh, no, oh. here's a house, here, here, here's a wax museum of them now. Like, right. really trying to stretch it. To but give you're you a right. Story. Yeah, but you're well, right. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they were heavy. They are, at this point, yes, by the time we get to 1996, they have been a heavy feature uh, yearly. Right. And that's all I was meaning because no, I agree I with you. I think the one thing that Universal does better than anything that I've <laughs> seen is if they have one kind of property and and they're going to make it a house every single year, they're changing it up in some way or fashion, whether it's story or putting the, the monsters in different scenarios. Like, that's cool. It, they're, let's be real they're practically the police school uh police academy in whatever situation we need to put them in yeah yeah it's like (laughs) seriously i will not be surprised if hhn7 is universal monsters in moscow uh is that the one that david spade works uh in the square okay (laughs) (laughs) yes folks go back and look david spade is in i want to say it's the fifth one or the sixth one or whatever it is David Spade is in a police academy film. Listen to me. I desperately need Universal Monsters Citizens on Patrol. <laughs> I think you did that. Good God. Oh my God. Make that make that a scare zone. Make uh, it a scare zone immediately, Mike Aiello. I don't I, care if you don't work for a I would just yeah, just oh my God. Uh put that where the Simpsons are. That's what I have to walk through. Oh this the the Universal Monsters on Patrol. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> I, monsters on Patrol. Oh my God! I know. I know. This is all joking, but now That's I weirdly want it. <laughs> That's our next shirt. Oh okay, my God! So, uh, uh, can it be Frankenstein scare- flashing a badge? Uh, <laughs> 
Oh my god, Universal Monsters to um their first mission or whatever that first or whatever part two was called. Oh, was my was called? oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. I need it. Okay. Um so the first the only scare zone they have is Midway of the Bazaar, which was in Amity. Uh it was a sideshow acts, games, and ghoulish carnival dominate this area. So, you know, kind of cool fun house kind of deal carnival of death if you will yeah um show wise we had bill and ted's excellent halloween adventure obviously <laughs> we had <laughs> we had the crypt keepers festival of the dead parade uh. so this is the first time they had a parade that he led and it went all the way i know till probably 2002 i think um and then they had tricks treats and trances uh, come be a part of this historical hysterical fun with our Halloween hypno- hypnoist. I wish I could freaking speak. Yeah, that's why I meant. Uh, who will dabble with the deepest recesses of your subconscious. Ooh. So that sounds fun. Uh, and then welcome to my nightmare at Mel's di- uh, <gasps> die-in. Oh my God, they, had, they did something yeah. at Mel's? Yeah. They said, and it was probably right outside on the stage, rock out to a command performance. Watch as rock celebrities rock their heart out and get hung out to dry, literally. So I'm guessing they had like a fake Alice Cooper come oh. out and, and do some stuff. Ooh, I don't, mm, maybe maybe they did a thing with uh, Alice, but like, oh man, for me, I'm sitting here right now and I'm like, I want that back. Because to me, that's how you can get uh, Marilyn Monroe to look dead on stage singing. Uh, how you can pull out uh, uh, Frank Sinatra dead singing. Uh, how you can pull out uh, Dean Martin dead singing. Uh, just all those 50s, like what Mel's kind of represents. Because uh, especially since it's from uh, American Hot Wax and all that with... um. Mm-hmm. Or not how wax uh, graffiti. I'm thinking of the one with Bradley Cooper, uh, <laughs> as opposed to well, George Lucas's first want, film. I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to rain on your parade. Yeah, but uh, reading the description of Damn the show, it. the show was a rock and roll concert featuring rock and roll cover bands such as Alice Cooper, yeah. Kiss, and Black Sabbath. I mean, makes sense. That's that's that's. <laughs> Well, no, like, makes sense. I love that you would, like, your idea is really cool. Like, my idea is dead. more spot on to the, to the what right. Mel's represents that era, but it makes right. sense that they did Sabbath, Cooper, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you said Kish, right? Yes. Yeah. That, like, I, I get mean, the that. The damn but... show was called Welcome to My Nightmare, which is an Alice Cooper I reference. Know, but I'm just, you know, I'd rather it be like. <laughs> I'd rather it What's be like you didn't get a job, like, and and it's like, oh, he didn't get a job. Why? Because they're all dead, and they're here to sing your favorite doo wops. Shoo lang, shoo lang, shoo lang. I know. Like, what the hell kind of horror are you going? <laughs> oh, look at this bloody lettering. What's it called? Welcome to my nightmare. What do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be Freddy? Do you think it's going to be Jason? No, it's, it's the Supremes, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> John Wayne. Oh God, yeah. Why uh, is why is Patty LaBelle just singing you know her hits? You know what? I would. Uh, I'm okay with that though. That's 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 that's. We just exposed a whole new avenue of what is wrong with Mister Wonderful on this show. Because uh, uh, we're sitting here like a metal show, man. Like all about horror nights. And I'm like, oh, you mean they didn't sing Blue Moon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh god. My god. Oh yeah. Oh my god, they're about to play something deathly. What is it? Dream. <laughs> dream, dream, dream. It's dream. a scary song, man. And then all of a sudden from yeah. that they go, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Boom 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 boom. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Boom 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, mean, I would be into that if it was Laurie <laughs> Strode singing it. You know what I mean? I While know Michael what you Myers mean. Is going around killing. I know what Anyways. you mean. Uh, anyway, yeah. that was just, that was HHN six. That's nineteen ninety six in the book. Would you go to this event? Oh, absolutely, would go to this event. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's, I, uh, there, there's I, nothing I, on this that that would make me go. Uh. I'll be dead honest to rights here. If Uh-oh. you know, it's different with me. 
uh, doing it now, you know, because our goal is to go to as many as possible because it's part of this podcast, obviously. But I'll be real, not really impressed by this year. Like, and I say that from going back to the house where I feel like we've done a lot of the Universal Monsters. I, I we did Crypt Keeper the year before, where I feel like Crypt Keeper being the focus of the event was more important, not just to lead a parade or just be the beginning of the house. I'm, and I'm not saying it's bad, but like honestly, and looking at the cover art, which is kind of weird, it's got like demon eyes, but like it looks like a snake and then there's like a bird claw. I have no idea what's going on with this poster. I'm going to be real. I think this would have been the first year that I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a, take a year off to see what uh year seven's like. See. And for me, uh, what still has me is the idea of the crypt keeper or the idea that mm-hmm. there there's the studio tour of terror. There's, he's still hosting the parade uh, while right. we joke the Mel's, you know, while, Right. Choking the right, Mel's right, dying right. thing, but I actually kind of like I I I would be excited knowing that it was Alice Cooper, Kiss, uh, and right. Sabbath three. You know, Sabbath specifically an artist that I I truly love. Kiss I know enough of, uh, and Alice Cooper yeah. I I know more than I do well, Kiss songs, but less of than like he's the middle. He's 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 the middle one. He's and, the one that I'd be like, I, ooh, I can sing Man Behind the Mask like, <laughs> and yes, feed my Frankenstein. <laughs> yes, you could. Everything I mean, that's been I, featured in a movie. Uh, yeah. If I was in Florida, I would totally go to this. But yeah. coming from my stance of where I am now in Virginia, there's not enough of the vacation package to make me want to go. If I was in Florida, of course I would. I mean, everybody in Florida goes to HH yeah. now, no matter what they announce. But like, for a, from a vacationer standpoint, this would not be my year. Just because I do like Crypt Keeper, but I feel like the last year was a better Crypt Keeper. I'll agree and, with you on that. 95 sounded and, like the best and, of the Crypt. Well, and I feel like, it, and I said it before, like the Universal Monster House of last year, it was like a two-path house where it's like one way takes you to classic monsters with classic stories. You go to the right and it's like updated new versions. And I'm and I'm like, oh, that house sounds interesting to me. This, this year's house just sounds like you came up with a good story, but like it's just same old, same old business as usual. Yeah. Um, but all that being said, does sound like a good year. I just know as a vacationer, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, no, uh, understandable. Uh, so, I so wonderful six for six. Yeah, I'm five of six. Yeah, yeah. Well, I cool. didn't realize we were keeping score. Uh, <laughs> I am now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> so uh, that's the HHN retrospective for 1996. Yeah, man. Oh, yep, that's, that's awesome, it. man. So that's go so ahead cool. And wrap this show up. Uh, you, go ahead and sign us off. I will. I will. Do but your duty. Do your little ditty. I will. Say I will. That I'm. Thing that you like to say. I'm. Be scary, you friends. Uh, no, no, no. But well, you're forgetting before. Before I say that, I have to. I have to remind you all that there were other big events of 1996. Like on January 7th, the blizzard of 96 dumped a record of 30.7 inches of snow on Philly, New York City, and Long Island, causing schools in New York and Long Island to be closed for the first time in 18 years, as well as D.C. D.C. actually closed for a couple days. Uh, also, oh, you probably remember this date, Zach. January 28th, Super Bowl 30, when the Cowboys became the first NFL franchise to win three Super Bowls in a span of four seasons, defeating that horrible team from Pittsburgh. It was the fifth and so far last championship for the Cowboys. Whoopi Goldberg also hosted on March 25th the 68th Academy Awards, which Braveheart won Best Picture for. Uh, Michael Jordan in April 16th uh, helped lead the Bulls to that NBA record most wins, 70 in a season. June 10th, the Colorado Avalanche swept the Florida Panthers, their first Stanley Cup in the first season since they moved to Colorado. Joe Sackick won the Conn Smythe. The Bulls, their fourth NBA championship, defeating the... Remember this, folks? There was a team in Seattle called the Supersonics. The Bulls beat them in Game 6. Uh, the Hurricane Hurricane Bertha, this is for our North Carolina fa- uh, fans out there, uh, listeners. Hurricane Bertha hit uh, North Carolina as a Category 2 on July 12th. July 19th, 
the Summer Olympics in Atlanta, July 27th. They just made a movie about it. The the Centennial Olympic Park bombing, uh, September 5th, another hurricane, this time a Category 3 named Hurricane Fran hit North Carolina near the same location as Bertha a few weeks prior. Uh, September 13th, Tupac died. Yeah. Tupac died in 1996. Uh, September 14th as well, Canada cried as the USA defeated them in the inaugural 1996 World Cup of Hockey. I think they're still crying up north. Uh, Arthur debuted on PBS in October on the 6th. The Yankees defeated the Braves on October 26th to end an 18-year drought and begin the worst couple years in baseball history. And then uh, to round out the year on November 5th, because we, we don't need to do December, uh, Bill Clinton became uh, president for the second time. Cool. cool yeah. Cool, cool. So the, the only thing I heard out of that was that the New York Jets only went to the Super Bowl once in 1969. They've never been back since. I don't know where you got 1969 retrospective from uh, in an HHN 96 retro, but uh, yeah, I guess, so I guess, I guess you, you could state some facts. Uh, you know, buddy, we are recording this on St. Patrick's Day. So what do you think you the know? only green is that I own? Uh, I mean, I bet you are wearing that, and I'm glad it's something retrospective because that's the only thing that's going to be in your life about the Jets winning a Super Bowl is a retrospective. I don't know, man. Uh, our biggest competition is officially uh, gone from our division. So, Well, when you get five more of them, talk to me, baby. Oh, you dumb Steelers fan. You sound just like the ones yeah. I laid I laid yeah, into yeah, that day yeah. at the well, bar. In 1996, I'm, my Steelers went Clinton on your, uh, <laughs> your, your little intern. Oh, my goodness. And we came all over that dress, you little shit. Oh, my good. Oh, <laughs> that's, that explains why I couldn't wear that Jets jersey. <laughs> I was wondering why I couldn't wear my O'Brien one. Uh, God, I just pulled out the worst fucking quarterback in Jets Whoa. history. Uh, all right. On, on that note. Um, on that note. Stay scary, my friends. And Happy wash your day, hands. Patty's Day, watch a Leprechaun movie, why don't you? Sci-fi showing Leprechaun movies. But, Are they? But, but the one with Hornswoggle and the new one that they oh, just did. I, well, I've never seen the new one, but uh, I am not watching that Origins at all. Yeah, so sci-fi, Whoa. you kind of, oof. Whoa, oof. you blew it, kid. How yeah. do you blow it after you did an amazing Friday the 13th? Seriously, you had, like... You did Friday the 13th, then you had one other day to follow that you up had with. One, you had two jobs. Like, you had two jobs. You got the, You nailed the first one where we all were like, you're going to crush the second one. And then you were like, you know what they all want? They want the last two Leprechaun movies. No. I want Leprechaun in space, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my God, I would love that. And into the hood and back to the hood. Oh my God, I didn't do those. Yeah. So, um, yeah, on that note, ending the show again. Stay scary, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend. And you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. 